Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What's up? I'm Johnny Wojak. I'm a costume designer, and we are watching The Serena Also Rises. Welcome back, listeners, to your one and only source into all things Gossip Girl. You know you love it. XOXO. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to XOXO. I'm Jessica Zor. And as you probably know, the Met Gala just happened on Monday. And just like your favorite Upper East Siders, I love Fashion Week and all of its mystique. That's why I'm bringing on an iconic costume designer and stylist, Johnny Wujak. He's my friend, but seriously, he's beyond talented and has styled the biggest names from Katy Perry to Kate Mara to Nicki Minaj. Johnny is a true fashion insider and is going to give us the inside scoop on all things styling. Met Gala, New York Fashion Week, all the things. Fortunately, today's rewatch is all about fashion too. That's right. We're watching season two, episode five, The Serena Also Rises, which if you remember is an episode where Blair gets jealous and completely ruins her mom's fashion show. Johnny is the perfect guest to go through this episode for many reasons, but mostly because he can give us his take on whether Blair's outburst would actually be allowed to happen. I can't wait and I won't. So here's our rewatch for The Serena Also Rises. Hello, hello, hello. We finally do it. (laughs) We got it. 
We've got a light. We've I've got a look on. I'm very New York gossip girl. I've got I Gigi, Gigi sitting next to me. Oh, you see me? Oh my God! Yay. Yes, Gigi. Hi. Oh my okay. God! Hi. Wait. Hello, beautiful. Hi. Wait, How everyone- are you? I'm so good. Everyone can't see. So can you introduce yourself? Yes. This is Gigi Gorgeous speaking. Huge fan of Gossip Hi. Girl and you, Jessica. Oh my God. And I'm a huge fan. And it's when you said Gigi, I was thinking it's so funny and like very appropriate because this is a Gigi, you know, podcast. But you're also Canadian. Yes. You're in Canada right now, right? I'm in Canada. Yes. Brad is from, from Girl, outside we're of Toronto. Midwest, but- honey. <laughs> yeah, we're Midwest. So kind of kind of similar. But where in where in Canada are you from? Born and raised in Toronto. I'm a Toronto okay. girl. Awesome. Aw. Well, this is like so lovely. And this is your studio. This is where you do your your stuff. Everything. Yes. yes. Oh my God. It looks you guys, I wish you could see it. It literally looks like out of a movie. There's like lights, camera, action, like fierce, two beautiful like faces on the screen right now. I oh, love, love you, bitch. I'm like Have dying for this. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much, we love girl. You, Gigi. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. So basically, it is show. a mic drop before we even started. I know. I so. love that. We start with the drop. I know. I love that. Starting with the drop. Okay, you guys. So. Here we are to rewatch the Serena Also Rises episode. But before we get into that, I have an old friend, someone who I just think has like the biggest heart, has the best style, uh, one of the best styles I've ever seen. Um, And we met, I honestly think, through an ex-boyfriend of mine. You can't, you guys, he's so good looking that you can't stop like staring at him. Um, Anyways, and we've had just so much fun together. You're just always like a very good time very positive energy, which is like what we need in the world. And you keep it real. You also keep it real in a nice way, which is like really the key to being a fucking awesome person. <laughs> and I think a lot of people. Yeah, I that. love that. I mean, I think um, us being from the Midwest really helps with keeping it legit and real and just serving the tea and being our authentic self. So yeah, I'm glad to hear that you um, point that out of, of me. So thank you. Yeah. I feel the same about you. And it's very contagious. I We have a lot of mutual friends. You've worked with a lot of people that are passive all crossed. And, and everyone really always says that. They're like, he, he is very dialed in to what he's doing, very committed, very honest. But there's people in our industry on both sides that can do those things and also kind of have this like edge and kind of like this thing where you're like, ugh. Uh, you know what I mean? So when yeah. you have like, it's like a breath of fresh air when someone comes in and delivers what's going on in, in a real way yeah. and fun and awesome, but but you don't have to be like ragging about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so absolutely. I like that. Got to stay humble. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> okay. So we're both from the Midwest. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself so that when we get into this is, I'm honestly so honored everyone that he's here to do this episode too, because it's fashion week. He's a legendary person in the fashion world. And you guys will all know a lot of his work once we get into it. You'll know everyone he's worked with. But and a lot of the projects he has coming up are amazing and beautiful. But let's just so they know like your background and things like that. Like where are you from? When did did you move to LA first? New York? I know I know a lot of these answers, but it's for everyone to kind of be on the same page. Yeah. So I am a Midwest boy. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, a suburb called St. Clair Shores on the lake. I'm like a lake nautical a whole bit. (laughs) So I'm the youngest of five. I moved to uh, San Francisco first during Mm -hmm. the um, initial dot com boost. Um, I got right. a job at like a Google office working at like a, which was kind of considered like a, a, a YM Cosmo girl kind of magazine online. Yeah. And I was the dear, I was the dear John. So like mm-hmm. girls would write in like, I really like this guy and I don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like pulled from Michigan, 
moved to San Francisco and worked at Google. I had like a swipe card and a cubicle. It was very that job. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And this got me out of Michigan, but I'm not a cubicle guy. Like I'm not. Wait, you had a swipe card and a cubicle. Yeah. What a shift. Literally, like literally like it was day and night. Cause like, you know, I grew up in Michigan. It's very like blue collar, you know, Monday through Friday, you have a job and this and that. And I was like, okay, like whatever. And then I was like, this is definitely not my vibe. I mean, the creative element was cool. I would like do photo shoots. I would do fun interviews. I was in San Francisco. Like it got me out of Michigan. Um, but I was like, there's definitely more. And I've always been fashion passionate, like costume passionate, like obsessed with fashion. So I just knew that it was like a stepping stone and a way out. Right. And so when, when you were growing up in Michigan, being a Midwestern kid, when do you remember a specific thing where you're like, I love fashion so much and it made you feel different or what do you remember what it was? Or was it just that you were so enamored with it that you're like, okay, I, there's something here. A hundred percent. I mean, my, how, when I first, well, my mother, um, mm-hmm. like the glamorous of my mother and watching her get ready, but it was really my grandmother. Grandma Wujak was like, Wujak. She's so chic. She would be like, Ferragamo and Gucci. Like she was very designer. In Michigan? Yeah. Well, I love that. My dad's side is very posh. My mom's like Italian, like, you know, 10 brothers and like loud and whatever. So we'd go, <laughs> and when we'd go to my grandma's house, I was just like in her closet, going through her clothes, like looking at her shoes. And I just was like, this is like glamour. She had like a beehive. And right. so this is going to sound crazy. And I've said this before, but like growing up in Michigan, Wheel of Fortune was really big. Yeah. Vanna White to me was like this iconic, like she would be in these gowns and she'd be doing this thing. And I was like, she's so glamorous. Like how fun. That's right though. She really, really, I mean, I totally get it. I did not expect you to just say that, but saying it, it's like, you're not wrong. No. And like, (laughs) like as a little gay boy in Michigan being like, oh my God, she's so fierce. And literally, this is a funny, like, quick jump, but when Katie did Super Bowl, I was doing interviews about it, and they asked me this question, if you could dress anybody, who would it be? And I said, Vanna White. <laughs> Two days later, her team reached out to me, and I dressed her for a week of shows. And I, like, oh went to the God. show. It was so iconic. I was, like, my childhood self was, like, gagging at how- Oh, my I, God. I am, like, tripping over here right now. I did not know that. Literally. Oh, and my, my God. And randomly, my family was in town, so I brought my mom, my brother, my sister, and they put, like, Wujak uh, family on the screen, and I got to press a button. It was, like, it was so <laughs> I got epic. to press a button. I got That's to amazing. Pr- I'm like, W. W. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. W for the win on that whole situation. Literally. But listen, okay. So, you- your grandma was your inspiration or basically maybe that opened, you know, yeah, the closet door. Yeah, the closet yeah. door. I love that. Then <laughs> you left San Francisco to be a stylist and a designer? No. No. Okay, no. wait. Go ahead. Yeah, no. I did. I basically uh, worked for this company for eight months and then they shut down. Like the dot-com crashed. Okay, wild. So, <laughs> yeah. So this was before, like this was when the um, internet was like just getting big, but it was like too big for its britches. So it's like it all f- fell apart. So I came down to LA with a girl I worked with, went to the Beverly Hills Hotel for her her friend's birthday party. And there was a modeling agent there from Next. And so she's like, move down to LA and I'll rep you as a model. And so I moved I to LA. 
You know what? I do remember that now. So you were modeling with Next. Yeah. And like, what were some of the clients? Was it like Ralph Lauren kind of like? Yeah. My first gig was like Dolce & Gabbana fashion show up at Steven Spielberg's house. It was like, I was like, what is going on? Like, stop. when I moved to California, it was like, go. It was like, I was booking stuff. I was like booking Coca-Cola commercial. I was like doing all this amazing stuff. And I was like, this is surreal. Like, wow, this, yeah. this is all because happening. it does not happen like that. No. For most people. It does But by the way, it's like you basically went, and a lot of times you have to tell yourself when you're going there, because it is a big industry, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of also getting there and understanding the industry. Like when I started learning more, I'm like, wait, there's there's like a business business side. Oh, it's yeah, not just yeah, an yeah. artistic, creative yeah. thing. So then you got to kind of learn a little bit of that. So when you went there, you weren't doing this marathon. You basically started sprinting and like you were on, you were racing. The gun went and I ran. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was just about keeping up because it was like all these things were happening so fast. And I was like, you know, got a commercial agent meeting all these cool friends of mine, like Aaron Paul, like, you know, all these people who we know and, and just being like, this is so surreal being from Michigan. I'm like, palm trees, the ocean, like what's going on, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And Aaron's like old school for one of my first friends too. Yeah. Yeah. And that comes full circle everyone, because there's a girl in this episode that I know through Aaron and his wife, Lauren, and that we, but anyways, it's such as much as like, it's such a big industry and there's so many people. It's actually, I find that it just keeps getting smaller and smaller, obviously the longer you're in it. But so you're, you go to there, you're modeling. Yep. So I'm modeling, I'm doing commercials and commercials. Okay. But this is like, you met the modeling agent at a party. Yeah. It was like a random party. She's like, I'm, I'm at next. You should move to LA. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do anything in San Francisco. I moved to Woodland Hills in my sister's condo and I lived there for like maybe two months before I met my first friend and then I moved on to his couch. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah, literally. And then it was just like go time. Go time. And then did you keep modeling? When did you start? I mean, I know you were always into fashion, but I mean, as a where you were getting paid to do it. Yeah. So basically like as I would be booking these jobs the stylist would call and be like, can you bring some clothes and blah, blah, blah. So of course I bringing my whole wardrobe and I would dress my, I'd show up in a look and they'd be like, Oh, you're perfect. You're good to go. And then they would see that I have all these other clothes. So they would be like using my clothes on other people. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like what's a stylist? Like this is right. I had no clue that a stylist right. is even a thing. So then, yeah, I probably did modeling and commercial acting for like three years before I just was like, you know what, we're going to just switch the, switch the flip and just kind of get into the other side of it. Right. And started basically doing costume design on movies first. Okay. My, one of my best friends who I was like partners with, we were like Jules and Johnny. We were like a styling duo. Her cousin was a big movie director. We started that way and then just started building clients. Like I think my first real client was Alexis Bledel. Amazing. We love her. Uh, love. Yeah. But also, when I'm like looking at your list of people that you've styled and worked with, it's it's like, it's insane. From Katy Perry to Ariana Grande, Shakira, Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, Kim, Kardashian, Nicki Minaj. I mean, you did costumes yeah. for, you know, America's Next Top Model, Project Runway. I mean, this is like crazy. Yeah, that's why it was just was like another, like the roller coaster ride, just like all of a sudden now I'm doing this. And then it was just like, go, 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 go. And also having no clue what I was doing. I was like, you but, know. But no one knew. Everyone's like, this guy knows everything. No one knew. I was like young, excited, and just like figuring it out, you know, making contacts as I go. I'm like, who reps that brand? I got to go find them. And like, who does that? And 
figuring it out. And then as you go, as you go, you obviously like build the rep and meet the people. And like you said, it's like in the fashion biz, people can be cutthroat and people can be cold and people can be a certain way. So when, when I walk in the room, it's like, oh, we're breath of fresh air and he's fun. And- it really, really is, Johnny. And it it, it yeah. just, it really is. And that's like a very special thing. It's also, oddly enough, Eric Damon, who did our, did Gossip yeah. Girl, he has a very similar thing where he was yes. very dialed into what he was doing, but he had a very gentle, sweet, but no messing around kind of thing. And I think yeah. to be able to do that is, is it's, it's obviously something from within with you guys, because not a lot of people have that. And even yeah. like when you do find someone, some people that are nice and, and nice to work with, sometimes it's a little put on and I'm like, okay, you're trying a little too hard. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it's very special when you meet people like you and Eric's. It's so rad. Yeah. I've watched some of his videos. He's really, seems really cool. Yeah. He's wonderful. So speaking of him, he did all of Jenny Humphrey's designs in, in this episode. This is yep. season two, episode five, which we're going to get into. But before we do that, this was 2008, this episode. Do you remember what the styles even were then? I was like looking it up. It was like extra wide belts and boho headbands and like yeah. fringe boots. But yeah. by the way, how how funny is this? How ironic. I go to look up fashion in 2008 and it's got people that Johnny has worked oh with. Like Katie oh pops God. up all this. I'm like, this is too funny. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, 2008, yeah. I was in the mix. Oh my God. Yeah, it's so, I mean, it's so cool also just in fashion to see things kind of recycle and come back. Um, but the, like one of the things that stuck out to me in the episode was like Tamara, our friend that we were saying, Poppy, yeah, Poppy. And then Blake Lively's character, when they show up to the fashion show, those dresses that were like really, um, you know, just like super basic kind of shift dress. Like they're like a jersey. They're like so random. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Like literally that was like the thing. And they were just so simple and so like- right basic now you'd think like <laughs> right. no no girl would really pull that off now now yeah yeah it's totally. so it's so surreal because everything is like extra extra um, <laughs> okay so we'll get into that um yeah. into the episode i'm gonna do a little recap so the serena also rises um where we left off is Catherine and marcus have gone back to london and amanda the girl that chuck hired to stir the pot has gone back to boarding school dan and serena are on another break and Blair and Serena are on the rocks after Serena dethroned her at school. So that's where we left off. Yeah. I was getting, like, I, I watched it because I watched this show when it was kind of going down, but it was fun to rewatch it. But like, man, Blair it was cutthroat in this episode. Just oh my God. sabotaging. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God. Just no shame. No Literally shame. no shame. Just blatantly like switching that dress and blatantly sending the models away. I'm like, oh my God. And then God. like bringing soup. Oh, yeah. she's not sick. Yeah. Okay. We're going to totally get into this. Okay. So here's where, well, this is what this episode, what we're getting into. In the midst of fashion week, Blair learns that her mother, Eleanor, at the suggestion of Jenny, has given Serena, her new socialite friend, Poppy, front row seats to Eleanor's show. Hurt once again by Serena's popularity and her mother's betrayal, Blair decides to sabotage the show. Meanwhile, Dan starts hanging out with Chuck, wild, but a walk on the dark side always has its risks, and Dan learns that the hard way. Lily learns a secret that her new husband, Bart, has been keeping from her. Okay, so we got lots to break down. Yeah, we do. 
So the episode, this one, um, what the episode title is based on, The Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway, which mm-hmm. I love that they did Me that with too. I love a play on words. For, for sure. It's so cute. Okay. So let's, can you, will you break down for us what Fashion Week is? Obviously, it's a week about fashion. We get that. It's, there's no play on words in that. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Fashion Week but, is like, it turns, it's actually like a whole month of, you know, going from New York, London, Milan, Paris. Um, but this episode, yeah, it takes place in New York and gosh, like it, again, like I, that part of my job and my career, like just fashion shows just give me such joy. Like the energy, the excitement, you know, just the, the buzz around it is just so fun. So it's really, yeah. it's always fun to see how fashion shows are also portrayed in TV and film, you know? Yes. Because it's, it's like, very chaotic and buzzy. And like, even when they did this in the episode, it starts up, there's white tents and Bryant Park and the, you know, New York gone, gone by Connor Burst is playing. And there's, it's so, so much going on. You're seeing fashion head to toe from not just the people going to the show on the streets. It's very like uh-huh. dialed in. Uh-huh. And I do feel like New York, which, I mean, I know that every city has a very cool fashion week or month, but I, for some reason, and maybe it's just because I lived in New York and went to that one so many times, I, it has a special place in my heart, fashion, fashion yeah, week in New York. Absolutely. I mean, New York is fashion. It's like I, I associate the two completely. So totally. And, and basically what, what it is, is it's the fashion industries, like events where fashion designers and brands or houses display their latest collection and shows and, and to buyers and yep. media. Yep. Buyers, medias, bloggers now, social, like yeah. celebrity, celebrities, musicians. I mean, um, the front rows have changed so much, you know, now it's just like, you know, yeah. such a, a a mix of like, you know, different influencing people in the front row. Right. It's really cool. And as, since we're talking about that, we get into it right away in the beginning of the episode, Blair's doing the seating chart, which when he just brings up the front row, it, the seating chart is such a major piece of uh, a puzzle for, for fashion week. So uh-huh. can you want to tell that? Like when you get invited, like even when, when yeah. I've been invited yeah. front row, it's a, it's an honor. You're excited. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's also so funny, you guys, you do the fittings, you get, you know, make sure that whatever you're wearing by the designer looks perfectly fit for you. Then you go through hair and makeup at, at home. Then the driver picks you up. You're outside. There's paparazzi, there's photographs, you know, the, all the stuff. Then you get in and it's so chaotic and crazy. And then it's over in like 12 minutes. <laughs> Literally. Like it's all this work for 12 minutes. of just like, but like, it's a sick 12 minutes. Oh, it's the sickest 12 minutes. The music starts, the lights go down, the energy is just, again, like it's literally one of the, uh, like uh, some of the best memories of just my years of in fashion have been sitting front row at fashion shows all over the world. And you know, it's so funny because in the episode when they show up and she's like, oh, there's a problem here. Like my seat is like, my name's gone or whatever. Like I've had that experience, not me showing up and being like, wait, my, where's my name tag? Me being like, um, I, okay, here's what, uh, Misha Barton, remember? Yeah. She was like the face of BB back in the day. I this remember. is like during the OC days or whatever. So she's like, do you want to come with me to the BB show? And like, so whatever, we go to the BB show. Same same deal. Like all this hoopla, go in, paparazzi, everything's crazy. We get to our seats and there's another stylist sitting in my seat. <laughs> and and I won't say her name. Right. Uh, but But she, when I came into the biz, she was very like, fiery she was not like welcoming and i'm like killing her with kindness giving her the love showing you know whatever right. being me but she is still like who the fuck is this uh, and so I, and, it, and it was her in my seat oh my and God. so i'm there i'm there with misha's publicist thank god mm-hmm. who was like you know she's amazing 
and she handled it and it was like you need to get up and you need to move and her face and she saw that it was for me and I like sat in the seat and I was like oh my god that was so amazing but I feel so awful but like get out of my seat but let me sit down but let me sit down front row and like be fair next to Misha and like it was like such a moment when I was like okay because that was probably like that was in LA. It was like an LA right, fashion for sure. show, but it was like one of those big kind of moments where it was like a brand comes, it does a, a thing in LA. And they put everything so, into that. It's like everything major. into it. Huge. She was the face of BB at yeah. the time. Like I was her date. Like it was just so major. Yeah. And and the funny thing is, for everyone listening, if that kind of thing kind of happens, it's not like, you know, we have an hour until the movie premieres and this and that. Like, this shit is yeah. happening momentarily. And, like, yeah. I'm Get not up, trying to now. go way to the back. <laughs> like, give me my seat. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. So, that being said, you guys see how important, and obviously it comes up so much in the episode, the seating chart. Where's Poppy going to sit? Where's Serena? Are the, you know, minions? Where are they going? So, it's a, it's a major thing for everyone involved, the people invited mm-hmm. to sit in the front row or invited to the show. Also, it's cool to go to the show if you're not in the front, I think. Uh-huh. But I don't want yeah. it to sound so like, oh, you have to. For any <laughs> of you that are in the industry and get to go, it's still a, an experience being in the yeah. room. And for the designer, like their front row is like yeah, that's what iconic for them. It's right. like, you know, Anna Wintour, your front row is like, oh, my God, you yeah. know. <laughs> Anna Wintour. And they group you all together. Like they'll put everyone together, you know. Yeah. They'll, they'll <laughs> specifically pair people to get those photos, you know. Right. Totally. It's interesting. I'm going to actually go look up the last couple times. You have I've- to find that fo- Waldo photo, too. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at KNIX.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, so Blair's doing the seating chart. And you and this is a big deal for Eleanor, obviously, for the designer. And Jenny, can let's talk about Jenny for a minute. Being in the fashion, I I give her like a lot of credit in when I'm rewatching the beginning of this season because she's really giving it her all. She's like risking going to school, lying to her dad. She's you know young, and obviously when you're in yeah. high school, you're like you don't know the repercussions of some of the stuff. But there's also yeah. something about it that she's she loves fashion so much that she's like I'm willing to lie to my dad, skip school, and do whatever. Like kind of cross yeah. Blair a little bit, even though she's not trying to. Jenny's also yeah. very sweet. Yeah, she is. It's interesting too, because like at one point she calls out her dad. She's like, you're a passion. You know, you did your thing with music and this and that. Like fashion is my passion and I'm going to sacrifice, which I loved. I yeah. was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of girl. I'm like, look at, I love doing this. I'm going to do it. No regrets. Like literally no regrets. Right, yep. I Go love for that it and, and, and like get in trouble, you know, like ask for forgiveness later and just, and look what happened in the end, right. you know, Absolutely. Like the, the end result is a payoff and like, she knows her talent, she knows her worth and she's sweet about it. Like you said. Yeah. It's like the Laurel. Laurel's getting on my nerves. I've said this the last couple episodes cause she's so kind of rude to Jenny and it's like, listen, she's talented and sweet and like kicking ass and like really grinding for you. And you're like, don't be a yeah. mouse from Cinderella in the last right. episode. I'm like, chill girl. Right. <laughs> Right. Well, we need we need that tension in yeah, TV. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so we got that going on. The seating chart. Serena's like all uh-huh. over um, New York City with the socialite Poppy, which which Johnny and I know the girl who played Poppy through different mutual friends, who's a beautiful human as well. And she like she killed that guy, this this role coming on. She comes in, plays Poppy. You, I really actually when I started watching, I'm like, I, I at first I'm like, is that Tamara? Is it not? Right. Because I really was thinking, is Poppy a real? socialite. I had to yeah. think for a minute, like, is this one of the girls from the Upper East Side? And then I looked it up. I'm like, no, this is my girl that is yeah. an actress. And oh my God. Yeah, I know. It was so, I was like, oh my God, that's Tamara. Same thing. I was like, oh my God, that's Tamara. I remember that time when she was on there, uh, but I just revisited and I was like, how cool. Yeah. She's cute. And so then, iconic. and then we have, this was like such a weird, like match or mix up or whatever is Dan and Chuck hanging out together. Right. <laughs> Let me ask you about this with the guys on the show because of fashion and, and this. With Dan, Chuck, Nate, I'll even put Rufus and Bart in the mix because when I'm going back and looking at these, the adults, the parents, I'm like, they're cute too. Like yeah. their little thing. Like Bart is yeah. super handsome. Rufus with his little like grunge t-shirt. I'm like, okay, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're hot. Everyone's sexy on the show. It is. Who was like your, who did you like when you, they come on? Are you like, damn, both guy and girl. Chase. Chase. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you yeah, know, he was, no. he's a hottie. 
Like I, I think Blake. St- I mean, everyone. Like I was saying, everyone's just stunning and and beautiful and young yeah. and fun. Yeah. But like Chase, it was Chase for me. Yeah. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and his style very like, like Connecticut kind of like yeah. on a like little you know boat nautical. Little, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he pulled it off very well. It, that's the thing, which they they knocked it out of the park with with matching the fashion with each character. Obviously, it's all part totally. of it. But even the way everyone carried it, the way Chase like wears it, rocks it, yeah. Chuck did. It's all very yeah, and Serena and and Blair and everything. Even Vanessa, like her Lower East Side kind of grunge style, yeah. I think is very rad. It's a, it's I think personally for me, how I dress, which I you'll probably agree, is like a little bit of a mix of Vanessa and Serena. I'm a little yeah. like rocker, to- chic, boho, but <laughs> totally. I never really wore heels until I got, was doing Gossip Girl and we had so many events and so much fashion stuff Right. that I'm like, I had never, I like was wearing heels five nights a week or in the scenes. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is too much. My feet hurt. Right. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I give you guys so much credit for heels. <laughs> it's, it's hard. <laughs> it reminded me too, because I grew up going to private Catholic schools. So it was like very uniform for me growing up. You had to, you had uniforms the whole time? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Like literally from first grade to, I finally a senior year convinced my parents to let me go to public school, which was insane. But like, yeah, I had like full uniforms, full dress codes, full hair code, like, wow. which I would constantly, I'd get broken every day. It was like, in my one day I showed up with like bleached blonde hair and I got sent <laughs> home. I was like, that's blonde hair. What does it do? What's the matter? What's the matter? Like it was it's so crazy. So it's fun to see like in their little uniforms, how they get to do a little flair and like add right. a scarf and do like, this yeah, their and do little that. Touches. Like, yeah, we didn't get to do any of that. <laughs> I see it now. I, to me, because someone in fashion, I feel like that would be, it, it also might be a good thing that you just know what you're wearing every day. Cause when you didn't growing up, even though I wasn't super fashion forward growing up, I was still into it and I still had a vibe. But it was also, you know, what shoes do I wear with this in the morning getting ready? So I almost sometimes think I would say to my sisters, it kind of would have been nice having a uniform because you just, it is what it is. And then, yeah, add a scarf or a necklace or tie something around your, you know, your wrist or something. Right. It was all about just like modifying and pushing the limit of what our restrictions were. (laughs) You know, even if my shirt was untucked, I would get sent to the office. It was like. That is wild. I know. I'm like, how does this, like, I get it. It looks like cool but right but it's also like interesting because in a way i feel like we're at a point in the world and in life that it's like it's more like praised upon a little bit to like be an individual express yourself and be an individual so i feel like it's so funny that things were like that and i'm there's still schools like that and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that no 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 of course course. but i just feel like now it's like you should feel you know where Dress how you feel and and express yourself. And, yeah. and I think that's really cool. Absolutely. Because I do think it lets people come out of their shell and stuff other than being like so structured in this way. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you leave that and it's like yeah. you're Who thrown into the world. Yeah, and you're especially like, like at that time of our lives, our age, it's like, it's so, it's so crazy to think that like, you're like, wear this, do this, this is this. It's like, yeah. and then you're yeah. like a rebel, you know, you dye your hair pink right. and you're just like <laughs> topless all the time. Right. You're just like free the nipple. <laughs> Literally. It's good. <laughs> okay. So now Chuck and Dan are hanging out yeah. so that he can write. Let's, let's talk about this. This is an odd pair, odd match. Obviously I was like, couldn't wait to see what was going to go down. And I also found it funny in the when they're after they're drinking and he hands him the pills. Right. I was like, ooh, this could get this yeah. could get real wild. 
But when he's like talking to him and Dan's like, I know we don't like each other. You think I'm boring. And Chuck's like, I don't think of you, which is funny. <laughs> I love his, his whole attitude oh, is so It's bitchy. so fire. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan's like, oh, right. Of course you don't. But uh, I've been thinking of me and I've come to the conclusion that I need to get out of my comfort zone and I need to experience new things. And Chuck's like, are you gay? And I hadn't seen this episode. So when I was like watching it, I'm like, oh my God, at the time, it probably felt like maybe something was going to go down like right? that. Right. Oh, that would have been so cutting edge for that time because they weren't doing it stuff like that. It would have been cutting edge. It also would have been great. It would have been amazing. I was like, literally, I'm this, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> riveted. I'm Mouth like, dropped to the floor. I don't remember this. <laughs> because it's been so long. So I was like, wait, yeah. did something like that happen? And then I, I knew it didn't because I remember Eric came out being gay and that was like our, our right, thing on the right, show. Right, 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 right. So anyways, when I was watching that scene back, I'm like, hmm. Uh-huh. But so they go out, get wild. Um, And I feel like in this scene, the whole time, I'm like, feel bad. Ed, um, Ed who plays Chuck, just seems so sad. I'm like. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, like his, yeah. his character's definitely got like a thing. He's putting up a front and he's definitely right. just like a sad, sad, bitter, bitter character. Yeah. I just was like, oh, my God. He just wants to be with Blair uh. <laughs> and not be hanging out with Dan right now. Right. And then he like gets them all messed up. Then he like kicks him out of the cab and literally Gossip Girl's like, Dan Humphrey, shoeless and clueless. Oh and I'm like, oh my God, poor Dan. So brilliant though. Like literally get out. Like, yeah, just bye. Brutal. Like the show is cutthroat. It's literally just like. It is. I and even it. speaking of of Chuck, when he's like trying to help Blair with like the whole dethroning situation and she's like, this her quotes, her like one liner little zingers are too, they're fabulous. So good. He, she's like, Serena's just keeping my seat warm. <laughs> like. I am not going to be dethroned, okay? Okay, Chuck. <laughs> Literally. Like, okay. Oh and what? How do you feel about Blair's Blair style? Her style's cute. Her style's fine. I mean, she loves a headband. I like that. She. I, yeah. I, I like it. She's just kind of got that like super super, um, you know, preppy princess vibe. It's always like a headband. It's always just something like Audrey like, Hepburn. Yeah, it's Audrey Hepburn. You know, just super super glam. I think she. Her style stands out kind of the most as like eclectic and fun and like, but still super chic. Yeah, a lot of patterns, a lot of colors. Yeah, a lot of. Yeah. I love. I'm, yeah, I love. I love. Like you said, I love how each character is so distinctively. Them. For sure. So fun. So she's like tripping and like. Here's the thing: you have a lot of girlfriends. You've heard all of. You know, I've confided in you with certain things with friends and this and that. I know a lot of your other. You know, girlfriend. You're like. So sure. many people consider you a very good friend because you're a vault and you can you have good advice and you're very honest, like I keep saying. So like this dynamic with Serena and Blair is kind of interesting because it's like when you have a best friend and they're shining and doing their thing, for me, and growing up in the Midwest, I don't know if that's part of it, I, that's you want to root for your friend, hands down 100% for them to be at their best, do their best, give their best, and you're right there to help them achieve that, get that, do that. Um, it's also high school, so things are more dramatic yeah, and things totally. like that. But I'm just like, 100%. why does she care if she sits in the front row at her mom's show? I, if that was me, if I was Blair, I'd be like, fucking do it. Hell, I'll, I'll yeah, like, hell yeah. take my hand. I'll walk you to the seat. Yeah. And Blair's like not having it. <laughs> right. It's, I think it's a lot of threat from Poppy. This Poppy character yeah. is just like, bitch, who the hell is this? Yeah. She can't just That's my best like friend. That. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I've definitely seen so much of that in life through, you know, my childhood and through high school that all that like friendships and the best friend, you know, it's like the best friend necklace and the best friend, like oh my God. you're do or die. And it's like, 
this new person comes around and you're just like, no, 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 no. It's like so <laughs> coveted, you know, it's like, no. Whereas I'm all inclusive. I'm the guy in the lunchroom who's like at every table talking yeah. to everybody and doing everything. Yeah. So I, I definitely can see. Yeah, I can, I can see that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's just like, hell no, this is my best friend. So I'm going to yeah. sabotage the shit out of her. <laughs> and literally what we were talking about when we first got on, she like brings the soup for Jenny. She's like, oh, she's not sick. The dress, which by the way, that's fierce. so- Ballsy of Blair to do fierce because that's her mom's show. This isn't just about Poppy and Serena now and Jenny that you're taking right. down three people. This is like your mom's like career. Right. And she's like, I don't care. She's lost it. I mean, she's literally like <laughs> lost it. She's like at her wit's end. She's like, I'm going to do everything. And then like, I couldn't believe when they're like, there's no models. Like who, in what world do the models just leave <laughs> and, and the TV and, world? And by the way, it's a teenager telling them it's a child. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that twist. I was like, like the models are gone, but don't worry. We're going to pull all the socialites from the show. <laughs> coming up. And yeah, that, that to me, that twist was like, so I loved it so much. Yeah, it was good. And then the hairstyles were epic. That like rat's nest yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's saying, which I didn't know at the time when we were filming, but it's, um, Serena's ratted hair was inspired by an Alfred Hitchcock, the birds, when the birds were attacking oh, her hair. So, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And I thought that was like very, very just super epic because it was not, not yeah, I love that. And I remember shooting back then when we had to do other scenes. They had to, I remember, I think they had to all wear ponytails. Remember at the end when they're leaving because there was no other way to go back and forth with the scenes with how ratted right. it was? Continuity. Like they couldn't have like a yeah. fresh blowout because it yeah. was just ratted and they'd have to go back. Because sometimes when were we Were they filmed, their hair, you think, or were they wigs? No, I'm pretty sure it was their hair. Okay. Some people might have had wigs. But right. what when filming, I know you know this, for everyone listening, sometimes you don't ever shoot in order. So sometimes they would be doing the runway scene, then go do a scene outside. So they have to switch the hair, switch the dress, switch the entire look. And then after lunch, you go back to the runway show. There's yeah. several reasons why they bounce around. Sometimes it's a location. Sometimes someone's got to shoot out because they have to get on a plane. So I was watching and I'm like, oh, that's right. They had to do ponytails because they didn't have enough time to do like blowouts and the thing. So right. I found that like interesting. Yeah. I love those little, little like treasures. <laughs> those little behind the scenes. Yeah. I love that. So basically the fashion, then at the end, it, it ends up yeah. coming through for Jenny. And, and yeah, again, so it's like what we She switches about. the dress. Mm-hmm. Which I think the dress is so fierce. Like, I literally was like, because you see the collection and then all of a sudden, because I forgot that that happened and then and you see the dress come out. And I'm like, oh, fierce. Like, that dress is like a really special piece in the collection that stands out. Um, how cool to have that as a finale. And then when I was like, oh, she totally put her dress in there and thought <laughs> she was screwing her over. But in the end, Andre Leon Tali thought it was the most amazing dress of the, sh- of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. I know. And it's also one of those things just in Gossip Girl fashion where it was like one more twist. Like when totally. she, when Blair literally handed Serena the dress, I did not think she was like pulling a Blair. I really thought Me she neither. was like just here. I thought it was the end. She's like, okay, I've Screw tried it. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Let's like, yeah. Let's like turn. Go. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Oh man. But the fashion show ended up turning out great. And I think like what Eric did with those, with Jenny's um, dresses were like insane. Yeah, so fun. And like, yeah, I, I I just was so drawn to the finale because it was like very me. Like everything was just beautiful and like, you know, glamorous and fun and wearable. Uh, yeah. But that last one came out and I was like, ooh, this is like giving me like a Zach Posen of the time or like, you know, yeah. something, that big bustly skirt. Right. Speaking of like dressing and stuff. So <laughs> we have to talk about our time. Yes. In, was it Toronto? 
Yeah, it was Toronto. It was, it was award those um, music awards and much Toronto. music awards, much music awards. Yeah, yeah. And so this is funny for everyone yeah, I listening. Love this, I love this story so much. There's <laughs> well, so many parts to this story. There's so too. many. I know. I don't even know where to start. First, literally, he came through and ended up styling me. I think whatever dress I had that got sent didn't end up working out, or the one that I fitted didn't make it over through customs to Toronto from New York. Yada yada yada. I was presenting for Justin Bieber who I'm sure you all know who that is, but what he's also Canadian. My point is, is I know you all do, but he's Canadian. And I was presenting in Toronto at the Much Music Wars in Canada. So this was yeah. a major moment for myself to represent and present for Justin Bieber. So it needed to be on point, flashy, fun, fierce. You, It needed to be all of the above. Well, I, I also think I ended up getting best dressed of, of, Something from that. You were on the best dress. I remember that. I was like, yes. Yes, you killed it. So I literally text Johnny. I said, I'm in a bind. I like, and he was there dressing Katy Perry. Yeah, who was performing, had the carpet, was doing like, I had literally so many things. So it was perfect. And she probably had like tons of different looks. She, yeah, that night I think she had probably four and she performed. So she had that big butterfly thing. But yeah, we always have options. So when right. you called, I was like, come on over. Yeah, you got so, And I bring my cousin, Sydney, my, my yes. little cousin. Uh, <laughs> it was so wonderful. Literally. Love. How and old was she at the time? She was like probably 14, 13 or 14 15. at the time. Oh, yeah, my God. maybe. Yeah. So she comes with, because when I found out I was presenting for Justin, she was a you know, fan of him at the time. And I thought, I'm going to call my aunt before I tell my cousin this news and see if she can be my guest. Come with me to the awards. Come meet. Justin and have fun, blah, blah, blah. She says, yes, my cousin comes with me. She flies, we get there, lots of things going on, lots of press, lots of interviews, lots of panicking when my dress didn't show up. And so I called Johnny. Johnny's like, come, yeah, just come, come looking in, in at my stuff. Yeah, you came to I, our room. You came to our room, my room. Yes. Can you, yeah. I don't, I, you have to explain this room, you guys. I walk in and it was literally like part of the Gossip Girl costume room. And I'm talking the room that was for six characters. <laughs> Was Literally. one room for, and it was big, and it was like color coordinated, and beads here, and Sparkly lights here, and, and shoes here, and jewelry there, bag here. Yeah, yeah it was like a and mini it, boutique. It really was, and it yeah. wasn't that mini though. It was like no, a it, really nice size. <laughs> I did have a big room for that. I was just like, <laughs> I need room, and all the bags and the boxes were in the bathtub. Yes, they <laughs> were. Oh my God, that's right. And it looked great. It was like beautiful. I actually feel like I took a picture of it, but. So he ends up dressing me in this orange little number. Yeah, sparkly, sequiny. Yes, it was it was one of my favorite looks I've ever ever worn and had and done and apparently a lot of people agreed with that. Yeah. But he dresses me, kills the game obviously, and as my cousin's sitting there watching this and now I want to I don't want to speak for her, but she's sitting there in Katy Perry's basically dressing room with one of the biggest stylists of all time getting ready to go meet these pop stars, you know, we're from a small town. So, and she's as chill and easy. So she wasn't really showing that she was excited. I, I'm not going to say she wasn't excited. I, I know she had to have like some sort yeah. of like, this is crazy, yeah. but she was just so kind of chill and quiet. Hey? She was very chill and quiet. Like she was just sitting there, <laughs> just like, she was so cool. She was like that the whole night, even when we were at the Drake party, remember? And she was like yeah. sitting next to Drake. I was like, oh my, what is going through her head right now? Right. Or no. And then we all drove together. Me, you, Katie, yeah. well, all wait, of us. Did I give her a dress? Oh, that's the point. Those, okay. So all of a sudden, this is why Johnny's so wonderful, you guys. He looks over and he's like, well, do you want to wear something? And she's like, huh? 
And then he fully dresses my cousin Sydney, and she looked amazing. She, she had, did like, look it so fierce. Awesome. I'll get photos and put them out when we put this episode out. I love that idea. Yeah, and he just basically was so sweet, killed the game, and it took the stress away when I finally had, you know, I had, I was stressed because I'm like, I, I like committed to doing something and showing up and and playing the part. When you're get, being asked to do certain things like that, you 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 need to show up and be ready and be right on point. So absolutely having Johnny there was like a godsend and we go, we do the whole, you know, show. And then afterwards we were going to Drake's party. Drake is also Canadian. So that's like, you know, they're, these people are in their home on their homeland and like representing where they come from and their art and their music and their style. And it's like a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I feel like we all drove together too, didn't we? Because I remember Katie was very all up on your cousin, like chummy. And the whole time she was like, I could see inside. She's like, oh my God, Katie Perry is like like cuddling me in the back seat of this car. (laughs) And we're like going to the Drake party. Yes. And I had to call my aunt and uncle to kind of say, hey, obviously she's not in an age. She's going to be out late. (laughs) Yeah. She's going to be out late. And I know nothing's going to go on, but I just, out of respect for you guys, is it okay if she comes to this party with us? And they're like, yes, just, you know, obviously keep your eye on her. I'm like, we will not. We had so many eyes on her. She's probably like, you guys, I'm okay. Literally. And I remember literally at that, at the party, it was like a, we we're in like a booth and against the yeah. back of the booth, literally she's like in her cute little sparkly dress, just sitting between like Drake, Katie, and Katie. everybody. And I'm just like, this is like, <laughs> I, this got me, made me so much joy, brought me so much joy because she was so happy. Yeah. And just like going with it. It was just super cute. And everyone was super wonderful and lovely. Yeah. And honestly, there wasn't one person that was like, wait, how old is your cousin? Right, totally. Like I feel like a lot of people's cousins at that age would have been like, yeah. Wait, what's you know, what's this 14-year-old so, doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she held her own. She was super wonderful and great. It was super fun. Oh, my God, that just brought back, like, I want to, like, that go one. to another. Uh, we need to go to another Drake party soon. Let's do it. I'll dress you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Speaking of Katy Perry, so you have done all of her Vegas stuff. Yeah, so I worked on the Vegas. Well, it was a, I did um, a couple acts of it. So there was a couple of us who That's did. Right so, yes, yeah, so I did. Um, I did two of the amazing epic looks for the show. You have to go. It's such an amazing show. I can't wait. It's so colorful. It's so fun. And it's so Katy. So yeah, it was fun. When I heard about that, we started talking about the concept and everything. And so, and she has, it's a residency there, right? Yeah. It's a residency at resort world. I believe it's kind of like scheduled for like maybe two years, but it's like here and there and here and there. So right. Right. She's got a lot going and on. You, you've done a lot of her looks and I, and I want to talk about Katie for a minute because she is a fashion icon. She makes a statement. She wears it. It There's some people in the music industry and in, in entertainment, I'll say, that have a really good style and they have a good stylist with them and they look great. I'll give credit where credit's due. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that can rock and wear what Katie does, not just because it's a good style. It's She has a good, t- you're like a good team. Right. Like you can design things and costumes for her in such a way, but she also rocks it in a way where it's like, yo, this looks good on you. And then you, the way you just walked in it makes it look even better. So I think that's a really good partnership because that doesn't work that way all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like meeting Katie the way I did and our relationship and our working together was serendipitous. I mean, like we're both adventurous and fun and I love her. It's like, it's yeah, it's like, she's one of a kind in a way that like, you know, she'll wear like hot flaming hot Cheeto costumes for like a Halloween and then be like super sexy at the Grammys. Like, it's like she can pull it all off and like it is mm. about confidence. It is about owning and it. I re- one year at the Met Ball, I can't remember what the theme was. You'll probably know. She had like – I remember when she walked in, every single person at the Met Ball's head turned. It was almost like everyone got whiplash. I'm not kidding because it was the ones with the light the light dress. She had like – because you designed that. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. what theme it was? I, do, I All I know is we weren't on theme. I don't think it was like – the only reason I asked, not even theme, but it's like who or whoever hosted it, because that's how I remember the years. I'm like, oh, I, I went to, for Dior this year. I went H&M this year. That's how I remember. 
Yeah, it was Oprah. It was Oprah, and he at um, uh, he was at the time the creative director of the Gap. Uh, Robinson. They were the host. I forget his name, but they were the host. I don't remember the theme, but I just remember we had um, a lot of like you know design couture options that existed, and then I randomly maybe it was a month before I was like came across this these designers in London called Cute Circuit who were very new, very cutting edge. Like no one was really doing much of the light up. No, I had never seen it. And light it was, up thing. You literally gave the entire room whiplash when she walked in. <laughs> so, <laughs> so literally I, I, I showed it to her and she's like, hell yeah, let's do this. And I remember, and they were in London and I was in LA and we didn't physically have, and these people are like kind of uh, electrical. They're not like right. fashion designers. They're not, so I drew the dress, I gave him the idea, I told him what I wanted. And I think at this time, there's no Zoom. You're like, and there's no FaceTime. I don't, I don't even remember how we were talking, but we were yeah, doing this. I know. You were communicating, but definitely not seeing each other. Yes. Yeah, no, we were. Oh. There was, but but it was like the very beginning. I don't remember what platform it was. Regardless, we don't see the dress until the morning of the Met. You're lying. The morning of the Met, maybe at 6 a.m., they show up from London. I have three seamstresses waiting for us at, um, I think we're at like the Soho, some, uh, uh, whatever, hotel. And we tried the dress on. It's probably six sizes too big. It's huge. Stop. It doesn't it doesn't fit at all. They're and like, you're like, like, Katie has Katie has the curves in all the right places, but not this big. Not that many curves. <laughs> and so literally it was like we got we got to work. I literally like we tried it on. And this was like the only time I think maybe in my whole career that I like cried a little because I was so overwhelmed. I was so stressed. I wanted it to work so bad. And I was like, oh my God, and blah, blah, blah. And like we had other options just in case. Like there was other stuff on the rack. But it was really. But this about is like a this. moment. Like this it's is a like moment. it's it's the Met Ball. It's Katy Perry. It's Johnny Wujek. It is yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's like you know, I I I think that when everyone's getting ready and doing this, all the actors and all the talent that's going, everyone really is trying to make their own statement. Whether yeah. you're going absolutely crazy or you're keeping it simple and whatever, you want to step on that carpet and have people be like, "Ooh, that's yeah. amazing." Yeah. So at six in the morning. When you have this epic idea that's about to that should be ready to go in a couple hours, because then you guys got to remember, certain things are hard to sit in the car in. So sometimes you have to have it un unbuttoned or unzipped, and then you have to get dropped off around the red carpet so no paparazzi gets you, and then have like a team of people blocking hiding you, you yeah. in a tent uh -huh. and blocking you, so that all of a sudden you walk on that carpet like like you yeah. just snapped your fingers and got dressed. <laughs> Literally, I mean, if they only knew. Okay, so anyway, sorry. So yeah, basically, we we they work, they work, they work, they work, they work hours. She's in hair and makeup, you know, doing her thing. I'm full hyperventilating, just like praying and manifesting that it all works out. And literally, it was like, she's like, okay, we're, we're going to go in 15 minutes. I was like, how's it going? They're stitching, you know. I have like three mm -hmm. or four seamstresses working on this dress. Um, puts it on, zips it up. It fits. It does the whole gag. So then basically, like, and the people with the lights were there. So I was like, well, we have to right. test this out. We have to make sure this works. Uh, and so there was a trigger, like a little button that she got to press because to start, it wasn't on. And so right. I was like, well, what if, what if you put it here between your, yeah. you know, put it between your boobs. And then when you get out there, you're just in a beautiful dress and blah, blah, blah. But then you go, and it's like, Yes. And I remember that moment of of her getting out there and being on the, because she brought me as her date. 
Yeah, I remember seeing you there. You were my favorite person in the room. Literally, and and, <laughs> and they they don't like you weren't at the time. You weren't really like people didn't bring their stylists back then. Like it was a thing. Remember, like hell yeah, you know, like that's so cool <laughs> because I feel like am I the first one to go? You probably were one of them for sure. Literally. So yeah, we get on the carpet. She presses the button, and I just remember, like you said, everything just shifted to her and she looked at me and we we're like we did it like we 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 did it you know and right. then Ugh. it was just the whole show she's lit up everyone's coming to her giving her all this attention like all these big designers like you know mm-hmm. Nicholas Gasquier like all these designers were coming up to her being like this is so fabulous and I'm like dying I'm like oh my god yeah. these icons of mine are like <laughs> commenting how cool my costume yes. is and you're like oh I have so many little secrets of what it took to even make yeah, this moment happen only, and if you if you zoom in on any of those photos, honey, like you'll see the dress is not perfect, <laughs> but it's all about the overall. It's like, just blur your eyes and stand back. But it was like the moment. But the highlight of that night for me was like that getting there. The whole mat was such an amazing experience. But I remember we're driving to the after party. It was like Puff Daddy and Oprah were hosting this party mm-hmm. and we're in the car and I get a text from um, Derek Blasberg, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, Derek. yeah, I love Derek. And he was like, congratulations. And I was like, what? And he goes, Katie's on the cover of Women's Wear Daily. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, what? who else? What else? And he's like, no, no. It's just a picture of Katy Perry. And it says, Katy Perry lights up the mat. And I remember. Yes, I, I actually totally remember that. Headline. I literally, and I was like, yes. it was just her. You know, the Met now, it's like collages. It's like everybody. It's like all the iconic mm-hmm. things, like the one person. And I was like, this is, this yes. is it. I can retire this now. <laughs> I'm good. But let, for for everyone listening, can you tell them what women's wear like oh, yeah. let so them know women's what that? Wear daily is like um a daily kind of newspaper kind of vibe, a magazine that comes out daily. And it's basically giving you all the fashion news, um, all the cutting edge, you know, interviews and just fashion news. It's like everything current happening. Yes, current. It's like what's up? Everyone's looking at it. Yeah, everyone's looking at it. And during fashion week too, it's like everyone's they're handing them out. It's like, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. very big thing in the fashion world for women's yeah. wear daily too. So that was big for me. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When we were like, started talking about like dressing and doing all that, I'm like, we have to get into the, the that whole story and yeah. Toronto and all this yes. stuff. Yeah. I mean, okay. So also let's just, let me wrap up. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to read the gossip girl quote of um, how they wrap up the episode, but all in cool. all you enjoyed watching it. Oh my God. Yes. I, I, I love, I get it. It's very nostalgic. Gossip Girl gives me such a vibe. Yeah. It was such a time. Um, I love the revamp. I love, you know, the, the take on it now. It just reminds, it's like, it's a cool, um, younger, like Sex in the City vibes, giving like cool, mm-hmm. eclectic fashion. Like, it's just really, I just like love it. Yeah. And now going back and rewatching this episode when it's like, you yeah. know, Gossip Girl, when she does her quote and comes to the end. Who are you? Like, I'm I'm like, can't wait to see what's going on with Lily and Bart. I'm I'm also like wondering, like, in the next episode, are Serena and Dan going to be back together or not? Right. Because at the end, um, Blair is kind of like, you know, chummy again. Like, they're like, oh, forget right. it all. Like, you're, you know, to, to um, Taylor Mumpson, she's like, you did great. Like, good job. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you just literally tried to kill her. And now you're like, patting her on the back. <laughs> but it's okay. I love it. I love that shift. So. I mean, it's insane. And then. And are we going to see the photo of the mom? Remember the Maplethorpe? I mean, is that a Maplethorpe? Yeah. I know. I was like, we have to see that. It's so good. I love that. She's like, I want to <laughs> see that. 
<laughs> um, okay, so Gossip Girl, here we go. If there's one thing I've learned, it's that there would be no gossip without secrets. You might be brave enough to reveal your secret only to have it used against you, or someone else's secret might affect you in unexpected ways. There are some secrets you're only too happy to keep. Others surface only to be buried away deeper than they were before. But the most powerful secrets are the truths you thought you could never reveal. But once spoken, changes everything. But don't worry, B. The brightest stars burn out the fastest. Or at least that's what I heard. Waiting for a star to fall. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Uh, So, wrapping up that episode. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I know. What a great thing. I was also just looking at another quote from Blair when, when they're looking for the models. She's like, which models? Like, like there's right, should right. Be no models which around, models? The, yeah. around yeah. the fashion show. Which models? Okay, Blair. Literally. So can you, you want to tell us about your other projects that you have coming up? Because when we were chatting about it, I think it's obviously super amazing and awesome. So I'll let you. Sure. Yeah, it's very cool. So like kind of, um, you know, in the times we were talking about like of me styling, I kind of have transitioned from the styling world into more of costume design, um, which has always been, you know, such such a passion for me. And I've joined the union, so I'm like a union costume designer, which I started on uh, Legendary, which is an HBO show about the Vogue ballroom culture scene, which is so fun and so epic. It, we That's did, amazing. Yeah, season one and two um, I did. And then also a show for Disney called The Quest, which is about to come out in April, and that was, it's like, that was a childhood fantasy too, because it was very medieval kings and queens and, yeah. and wizards and wizardry. And so like, that was so fun because I was designing like of the pair of the period, just like such detailed, beautiful pieces. I can't wait. And it's been, this was like over a year ago. So they're like, and it's cool because oh it's God. Disney. So they're doing like special effects and all these cool right, things. Right. And the people who are, who worked on it are from Lord of the Rings. And, you know, it's oh like, it's going to be so epic. And I just saw like the first teaser and I was just like, finally. And also, hell yeah, I'm so excited. That's so amazing. And Legendary's on what? Legendary's on HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. So when you're just saying all this and I'm listening, yeah. it's like, from a you know a midwestern guy that comes and then we just told all these stories about the met ball and then you're talking about doing the show that's on HBO Max and then doing something on Disney I mean we're talking about some of the biggest people and projects and studios and events yeah. in the world to work on yeah. and and you you're like crushing it that's like truly amazing thank you like <laughs> to do one of those or one little part of that in any on any level is amazing and then to do it on your level with those it's just amazing Thank you. Every time I, I'm still in that excited little, you know, boy from the Midwest who's like, I can't believe this is my world. I can't, you know, even at being at Katie's show in Vegas, I'm like, I freaking designed that. I made that. Yeah. And this, the whole, I'm going with you to the oh, to a show. Oh, you're definitely sure. coming. I need to come see her. 100%. She's also, by the way, I've been to a lot of her shows and she's also a wonderful human. She's just funny yeah. and like yeah, she <laughs> awesome. really is. She's, she's amazing. Yeah, she's a trip in the best way. But um, she's her performances are great. She yeah. brings, she takes you on a ride. You're like, she you don't even know does. what else is going on in the world. You're watching her on stage, and you're like, yeah, it's. I don't. This isn't a maybe not some like. It's almost like you're watching a little girl play dress up in her room and sing, and you're yeah. just so enthralled that she's having so much fun that you're like, I'm just gonna watch her like do her thing. Yeah, yeah, it's so 100%. great. Yeah, it's like before you know it, the show's flown by and you're like, that was two hours of like just wonderment. Yeah. Okay, so that's amazing that you have – okay, I can't wait to watch that. Can't wait for the Disney. Yes. 
Yeah, the Disney one is going to be really fun. It's eight episodes. It's kind of like um, it's a show that they um, took from ABC, which I guess was like grown ups. These are eight, you know, uh, young kids that are basically scooped from our world and brought into this medieval fantasy world. It's like uh, the the world is scripted and acting and has like things, but the kids are reality. So they're like. They're just thrown into these situations and these challenges and they have to win these things and they have to free these things up and save the castle kind of vibe. And it's Quest. So it's called Quest? It's called The Quest. The Quest. Amazing. And so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really cool. It's been, it was just so much fun designing it and I'll send you some of the, um, the things so you can. Oh my God, I can't wait. Well, I just want to say that this just made me so happy. Um, uh, <laughs> I me can't too. wait to see I you miss- in real life. I know. I follow you on Instagram. So I've like, you have a baby now and a beautiful man and like just such an incredible life. And, uh, it's so fun to actually be face to face, sort of. I know. Screen to screen. (laughs) Screen to screen. That's right. I can't wait to see you too. Um, in real life and, and get back. It's just been so long. I know. And I'm proud of you and everything you're doing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's been, it's been fun. And that was so cute. Gigi in the beginning coming out. Yeah. A little cameo. Yeah. I love that. Johnny, I am so glad we got to catch up with you here, but we need a very serious reunion in real life, my friend. Be sure to check out his work in Legendary on HBO Max and in the upcoming Disney Plus series, The Quest. He's pretty amazing, in case you haven't noticed. And as for this show, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review and keep sending us your questions, everyone. Send them to at JessicaZor on Instagram. See you soon. XOXO. XOXO is produced by Propagate Content and me, Jessica Zor. Our show is executive produced by Ling Lee. Our producers are Diego Tapia, Kristen Vermilia, Emily Carr, and Hannah Harris. Original music by Moxie and Loon. And the episode was mixed by Seth Olansky. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.